Well, you Fruit Loop dingus, I bet you didn't see this coming. Welcome back to Friends After the Show, the Big Brother Podcast. It's Matt Pilgrim. Hey, what up? Hey. I'm going to bug you for the next eight hours. You're going to bug me for the next ten years. Yeah, and uh, he's just happy America gave him a secret power that keeps him and Matt safe this week uh, and going forward. It's uh, Stephen McGlone. That was... <laughs> What I meant, you know actually, what? I'm, <laughs> go ahead, Steve. I'm what? so upset because every episode I haven't had an intro, and just before I came on, I told Autumn, I said, "When Devin introduces me, I'm gonna go." And I, you know, I don't know. I think I give up. I'm not gonna try anymore. Yeah, your thunder just got stolen. That's why they yes. call me the Thunder Thief. Oh my gosh! So we're back again, and um. It's Big Brother. That's the show. It's a great show. And this week was pretty good. So, okay. Um, Thanks for listening. It's been, it was fairly decent. It was a fairly decent uh, uh, week. I, I, I feel there was yeah. enough drama and intensity, but it's, 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 it's not going the way I wanted to go, but whatever. Yeah. So, let's just So, this is the first week of Cody officially back in the house. Um, and sh- there was a competition for HOH where they had to hold a stop sign up. And uh, everybody was targeting Cody with these punishments, and it just seemed like a pile-on. And then Josh was being an idiot, as usual. And then um, it came down to Christmas and uh, Jessica, and Jessica won, So, which was great because, I mean, if you like Jessica and Cody, it's great because they needed to win or probably be on the block so um i don't think there's much to say about that competition but i'm always rooting for the underdog like it doesn't matter like 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 i could hate the people be like three weeks earlier but if they're suddenly the underdog then i'm like rooting for them and i don't know what that psychology is about but i'm like i'm rooting for this Uh, jessica and cody jessica and cody are the underdogs yes and i well i was rooting for them all along because i like cody because cody is my kind of person right he's just unlikable a curmudgeon <laughs> he's just he just really speaks to me on those levels um yeah can i ask if if you think that it was an unfair advantage that uh christmas got to lean on her little wheelie uh barrow there? no it was definitely a hindrance more than anything you do think that because she was on one foot yeah well i mean you've i mean you lose your balance like all the balance you've got going on right just having to deal with standing on the thing and i think she also mentioned in the diary room how much it was hurting her knee like because it was in the cast which is pressed up against this like chair and yeah the chair's got a cushion but she's wearing a you know it's all covered up so i don't really think it matters and she was saying how much i don't think it was much of a benefit to her well i was complaining saying the show yeah i i i like I'm sure she was like itchy under the cast too, and then she couldn't itch the like the scratch under the under the cast. That drive me crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So actually, she had a disadvantage. I guess. I think My if, bad. Yeah. I think if Christmas didn't have her injury, I think that was her comp more than anyone's. I mean, Jessica was really surprising though. I didn't expect her to get no, she even remotely she that did, far. She did. 
crazy. She didn't even show any signs of wavering. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, it was nice to see see her win. Just it's good to see people win. I don't know if I like her specifically. I mean, I do like Cody. Um, Jessica. It's nice to see people triumph. Like regardless of whether yeah, exactly. or not I like Jessica, which is I don't. It's cool to see, like Matt was saying, even the underdog, but just to see the two people. You know, they got pie. Everything got piled on top of them and you know i think jessica i don't know jessica really it's still not to a good maybe from like a minus five to a minus two <laughs> yeah but uh but she pulled through and it's, it was, it's, i was rooting for her yeah it's good to see um yeah because she, she was at the bottom of the barrel she was like getting picked on by everybody and uh and then it's nice to see everything kind of flip over its head but did it really um yeah, that's the big question. Is- well, because they missed, they, like they, they they had such a great advantage this yeah. week, and we're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about it, but I think they they misplayed it. Yeah, I think that uh, we saw some very good. We saw that Jessica's intuition for the game is very good, and it's just the second guessing herself, I guess, mm-hmm. or even asking Cody's opinion at all on social Don't matters. Yeah, because like. Oh, because I, he's so unlikable. Why ask him anything about yeah, social stuff? Yeah, almost like just do the opposite of whatever he says. Because like <laughs> you know his his in his intuition is so bad. Um, so yeah, she, Cody's opinion is a good test on what not to do. Yeah, exactly. What what would like a non sociopath do is whatever Cody says the op- whatever the opposite of what Cody says. All right. Um, yeah, Matt. So you're talking about the misplay would be, um, so. Was she, they put up, um, uh, wait, why can't I think? Oh, Alex and, um, hey, re- refresh my memory here. Oh, yeah. So so they put up uh, Ramses and Josh. Yes, Ramses and Josh. Why did I say? Because Alex was, was this week. <laughs> right? She was, well, she was considering putting Alex up, oh, and that was going to be her veto option, right? And I think that would have been better than to leave Josh. 100%. To up leave on the Ramsey's, block yeah. or Ramsey's up the block. Yeah. yeah, so that's the thing. So she was telling Ramsey's were safe. This is like one of her few allies, one of the few people, I wouldn't say allies, but one of the few people who has not pledged allegiance undyingly to Paul. <laughs> um, yeah. For no apparent reason, other than that he, I guess, is like a cult leader. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> Ramsey's is this ally. And then for some reason, you put him on the block. And I think that that in itself is an okay plan because you have a pawn i guess that won't get mad at you even though right. everyone's already mad at you so there's no point in not putting up someone it's imagine this paul was the pawn like then it's win-win and then when you don't use it at least one of those two goes home and probably josh because paul's got everyone wrapped around his fingers so um ah so anyway uh so co or she actually won the veto as well so she had the potential to take Ramsey's off, and she talked about how she was feeling like there was a flip going on. So let's talk about um, if was is this good gameplay by Paul? Is Paul actually really good at the game? And I'm just sort of like not. I just dislike him too much to see it, or like Matt. Is that what's Paul happening, or so, Je- Steven? Like you know, obviously he got second last season, so it's he's not bad at the game by any means. But I don't think his you know. like monarchal control over the house. I don't think it's as much of a testament to him as it is like a lack of 
any kind of like imagination or any kind of output from anyone else in the house. Like he just filled that role and everyone else is just cool with it. Yeah, I guess. Um, and it worked. So, but what was the purpose of, yeah, I guess to keep Josh in the house is a good idea. Yeah. It just seems like if you're Jessica, of course they'd want to keep Josh. There's very little benefit to sending Ramsey's or to sending Josh home. I guess you're really, really banking on the fact that people don't want to be annoyed, but people want five hundred thousand dollars more than they care to be annoyed. <laughs> I feel like. So I think yeah. that's true. I think she is just personally, personally like offended by, slighted by Josh, and she just was annoyed with him, and that's why she did it. I think it was an emotional decision. Yes. So then, how do you explain the not taking Ramsey's off? Was that just a too much overthinking it or too much reliance on Cody's opinions. Yeah. Cause then he's like, Cody's like, well, I'm not going to argue with you, but yeah. I think you should not do what you, th- what you're, what you're going to do. And then she just caved and she did what Cody yeah. wanted her to do. Yeah. There's like a kind of a, a conflict between their attitudes. Cause like her, her attitude is like, I don't want to use this halting hex. Um, and even if I make it to the end of the halting hex and not use it, that's good. But then Cody right. was like, well, we'll just use the halting hex. It's like, well, that's not. So one person is thinking, like, I need to build relationships and be in a position where people don't want to put me up. And Cody's so reactionary. He's like, well, it doesn't matter if people put we up, put us up because we have the halting hex. So, like, that's just the difference of mindsets there and showing that Jessica is a very strategic and actually thinking about what's happening. Um, but just not enough, I guess, or not willing enough to... I, it's very confusing to me that she wouldn't just take down Ramsey's and put up someone from the other side. It, I, I can't see any benefit to not doing that. So, I think uh, she's afraid. Like she's afraid of burning bridges without realizing that the bridge is already burnt. Like there's no way to go back to Matt and Raven. Yeah. And or or Paul. Like Mark and Elena. Obviously, you don't want to mess with that. But but like you know, there's no going back to that. And I feel like she just was kind of hoping that she could go back. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's talk about uh, Sunday's episode, actually, just because it aired and we all watched it, right? Yes. Uh, what, like last night or two nights ago? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm just like very fed up with Matt. <laughs> all, it's so <laughs> funny that terrible. he's sitting so smooth. Like he's pretty, I guess, in a sense. Like he's floating through the game and that could be a strategy. But then it's obviously not because every opportunity – to get himself kicked out of the house, he's taking. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, and he's just, just through luck, is he not on the block this week? But we're going a little bit forward. So let's just talk about um, the flip, the big flip. Um, let me tell you, I, 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 before we go in, let me tell you why I hate Paul. I hate Paul because he's so he's so obsessed with his own image. Like He's so hyper-focused on his image, and it just drives me insane. I hate people that care so much about how they look, and, and they're so meticulous about making sure that they appear in a certain way. Mm-hmm. He drives me insane. I- <laughs> we lost Matt. That's how I, Matt's just <laughs> Paul, right? How Paul get out of the house. Matt's on his way. Matt's um, there with smoke out of his ears. Paul, Paul, Paul. His computer's shut down. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean, and and there's also just something about his um, his diaries and stuff that just it's not. I can see people liking him and saying, "Oh, he's got yeah. a good energy," but to me, it's like uh, it's just annoying. Like the whole thing. This is I coming back Paul, again to 
sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think Paul really appeals to like, I don't know what age, the like YouTube audience, Mm -hmm. because his diary rooms feel like a YouTube vlog. Oh, wait a minute. Jake Paul. Paul. Jake Paul. Dab (laughs) dab on the haters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, he might as well. Might as well be Jake Paul. <laughs> okay. I think there's something here to look into. Yeah. I actually think, yeah. Actually, yeah. Email us if you think that there's some sort of connection there because I think Steven's on to something. Um, I just dabbed, by the way. <laughs> just to get the visual gag out of the way. Uh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Paul's just, it's so weird and, and just... I know we talk about it every week, but it just brings back that, like, can we just get a season with zero people returning to the house? Right. Like, why do we need this? It's clearly an advantage. Uh, it's. I'm actually, I'm I'm less enjoying one vet coming back than eight, which seems, this is, this is worse. I agree, it seems yeah, I agree. crazy, but eight at least... I don't know. Eight felt more natural than one for some reason. Maybe it's just because Paul has stepped up to the challenge and has just become this figurehead in the house. Yeah. Like maybe someone else could have returned and could have just been playing the game with everyone else. So maybe maybe it is just specifically Paul, but I wouldn't have guessed that having like when I just seen the one returner and I I didn't watch last season, so I wasn't really familiar with Paul. And I thought, oh, this you know this seems all right, mm-hmm. but I hate it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, it's just like in his season, Paul didn't strike me as a leader in any kind of way. He was always sort of just like on the tail of any alliance, kind of riding the like riding alliances till the end, like making little deals and stuff. But he ne- he was never a leader. He'd, but now he's like calling root house meetings, make, making deals. He's just flat out telling people what to do now. Don't do that. Don't say that. Uh, it's just like okay, Paul. okay i just i just i just hit it I, I i know what it is okay so the same thing happened and you haven't seen uh steven have you seen big brother canada at all uh a couple seasons okay so uh i then have you seen four no the australian winner of big brother mm-hmm. yeah tim he basically had the same thing going on where he was this like kind of a cult leader people looked up to him they yeah. saw him as a coach even though he was playing the game he would give them advice mm-hmm. and like and, and like he was manipulating the game but there was like a softness to tim and like well, a lightness amazing. and a, yeah, and a fun like uh like it was just fun to watch tim even though he was doing the exact same thing whereas like you yeah. just said paul was like you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that and it's like it's just not fun it's narcissistic kind of but let me just say that and i know i think i i've i've I know what you're talking about, but it's because Tim projected that he didn't care if he won the game. So, like, right. you had that in the house, and you had that in the diary room. It seemed perfectly genuine. He'd laugh at stuff. Anytime there was a, a, a screw-up or, like, he might be on the block, he was laughing and smiling while, like, Paul goes in and starts just, like, yelling catchphrases, and he's obviously upset. Yeah. Um. So... That's the difference. It's it's like someone on the edge versus like a nice relax. It's like two different cults. One is like like you drink the Kool-Aid in Paul's cult, but you actually just like pick daisies and Tim's. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. or like you drink the Kool-Aid in Paul's cult and it's poison. You drink the Kool-Aid in Tim's cult, it's actual Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's 
Australian it's actually cool. Like, they just realize you're at your Australian friend's birthday party, and it's yeah, not even a cult. Like, yes. A, yeah, and that's that's a big difference. But I understand that you're they kind of fit the same role of being like this alternative style person who comes in with lots of uh, lots and quotes for Paul, but like experience in reality television, and it's like it's probably hard not to just take their advice, just because like everything to you is so new and the way the show is made, but nothing it seems to be shaking Paul because he's all, he's seen it all before. Right. Um, and even just like something bugged me. Like he was like, it was during, it was live after it was like, uh, after the eviction of one of the, uh, I think last, last, uh, <clears throat> eviction and they're, they're live and it's like, let's check in on the house guests. And then like someone swore. And then Paul goes like, don't drop the F bombs. We're live. Yeah. It's like, well, God. you're not big brother, Paul. Like, that's not your no, responsibility. He's played this game before. Yeah, he knows you're not supposed to swear. It's as if the person who's swearing didn't know that. Like, I think that's what I don't like about Paul. One of the things. One of the many things. I don't know, man. I feel bad. There's a lot of things that I'm like, I know. Paul. I feel I bad. About him now. We just I could go off on Paul. Him. Like, seriously, I'm, I'm getting all riled up right now. But yeah, yeah let's move on. Let's figure out. Okay, so what were we going to say about. Uh, I, yeah, I would Whatever just talk about, about. Well, so Paul, <laughs> he is he, to, to be fair, he is a driving force right. of every event in the house. Yes. He's um, the center. Yeah, so he decided to to keep Josh. And let's just talk. Okay, this is a good actually. This is a good thing to talk about because Josh's reactions and like his attitude to faking being sad was just very good television. I was yeah, loving amazing. it. He's he just was doing like, that, like, like when he was in that room dancing. Yeah, and I don't know if he's actually a Big Brother fan, but he was doing the Audrey blanket head. Like, I'm sure the producers told him to do that, but like that was. No, like, he is. He's loud. actually a fan. He's a okay, fan. Okay, yeah, because that's that's like classic. That's so funny. But then he's just like, can we just talk about at the eviction? He knows he's staying. He seemed pretty yeah. confident, but and then he just <laughs> the fake get up. Like he knows he's going home, and then even once the cat's out of the bag, he's still pretending it's like yeah i don't know man yeah. he's good, crazy because yeah. he's it's he feels great. so important so he needs to like ham it up because he's got an important job to do because paul told him to be sad and it's just like the the childishness yeah, and the of is crazy oh my god the the acting job uh like when like when the eviction vote came out josh yeah. was like i can't wait to pretend like i'm shocked <laughs> it was so bad it was so bad that he's like eyes popped out of his head yeah well guess what you got played you meatball you got played you just played yourself meatball <laughs> I love the uh, the slow roll by Julie Chen too. I think that was the first one of the season where, you know, she calls out the name of the person who's staying. Every yeah. eviction before that has been calling out the evictee, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. she knew what was up and she wanted to give him a chance. I love and kinda... Josh is doing this thing that's like I love the the contrast because Josh is like doing his over thing and then they just they go to they're like Ramses, you are evicted, and he just goes he stands and goes yep. <laughs> he says something like yep. <laughs> and it's just like it's just like the like that is more of what someone who thinks they're going home is acting like like it's just crazy josh is hilarious and i had such high hopes for ramses by the way and he didn't deliver he didn't do anything in the game yeah he didn't I do anything ramses... but then again go ahead matt steven and i'll, ju I'll jump in i mean i don't know <laughs> i don't know if this would have been like getting him into the game that i had hoped him to be in because i'm with matt i also when i seen ramses i thought this is someone i really really want to root for mm -hmm. but like the initial alliance with 
Megan, Jillian, and Alex. Yes. I mean, I thought him, Alex, and Megan, also when I had high hopes of Megan, I thought they could have really done something. Yeah. But he got pretty messed up. Aligning yourself with, like, four people at the beginning and two of them going home. Yeah. And then... Like, unexpectedly, and then one of them kind being... of in the first week. Yeah, and then Alex had her own thing going on. Like, Alex was good enough to, like, not need an alliance. And I was mm-hmm. that's exactly what I was going to say. It's... uh, He, he put... He joined this group of outsiders, and then they were mm-hmm. proud to be outsiders. And then it's like, well, what's going to happen to a group of outsiders? I think he just kind of lost sight of the fact that he was actually in the game, and he was so happy. Like, not that he was playing the game, but he was so happy to be in the Big yeah. Brother house and, like, to have an alliance yeah. and it to be this quirky thing. Yeah. And then it all kind of blew up, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm... I'm playing the game. I'm not just. I'm not just here for a photo shoot. Yeah, his energy. Uh, Matt. Uh, Matt is actually there for just a photo shoot, by the way. But um, his energy was like so great in the house. Like, yeah, he was. It's just not very a photo fun. shoot. It's a serial advertisement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder if he's got a Cheerio sponsor yet. <laughs> he's just a plant. <laughs> he doesn't even. He's just a producer. He's just like you can't vote Matt. You can't nominate Matt. Matt. You just gotta eat the Cheerios. <laughs> You're just in there for the Cheerios. And just the like, uh, is, jo- totally hang on. <laughs> yeah, and no. I, I think Josh is just an advertising plant for the like uh, Barnum and Bailey Circus. <laughs> they actually are called all kind of just like walking ads because uh, Jason's always got that whistle nut uh, jacket on. That's got to be a bar somewhere. Some no, whistle nut like, is his clown nuts. name, Stephen. Wait, name. what? Yeah, <laughs> you didn't get that this whole time. Whistlenut. You know what? I love I love Jason, man. Jason's the one person I think that could take down Paul. Yeah, Jason's great. And then and then my roommate was just like, he reminds me of an actor, and I can't think of it. And then just in the middle of the show, I was like, oh, he looks Scooby like Matthew Dude. Lillard. What, I don't know. Dude, Next time you're thinking, guy, right? Shaggy. Yeah, Shaggy, that guy. He does look like him. I think he's a mix of Matthew Lillard and Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what's the McConaughey and maybe it's just that like Texas whistle that he's got, but <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, Jason is is an impressive. Um, although he's on the block now, if we're gonna talk about Sunday's episode, but I guess we need something to talk about next week's show. So let's not get too much into that. Let's stick with um, the eviction of Ramsey's going home. Uh, and I just, it's like, what does it say about Kevin when he's just like, well, it's a game. I'm gonna vote out my best friend, like. Do you, do you like that kind of attitude towards the game, or do you prefer genuine relationships that are kind of like a ride or die situation, um, Matt? I, I freaking love it. I love okay. Kevin. Kevin is playing one of the the best games in the house besides Paul. I think Kevin is actually doing really well. Yeah. What about you, Stephen? Are you? Oh. What do you think about Kevin and Matt? Genuine, I think it's a totally genuine relationship, and whether or not he's like putting that up in the house. I think Kevin just kind of realized he's is in a great position in the game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe he could help Ramsey's out and try and get him back vote. on his feet. But I One think that vote. that would just put it. Eh. So it's, it's funny that it's the, the contrast of him is his, I guess not lack of loyalty, but like acceptance of, of Ramsey's fate versus his Jessica shared a secret with him. And then he tit for tat shared the secret that the um, votes were going to get flipped. So, like, I mm-hmm. thought that was a good brokering of information. And I feel like I wish 
it always pays off like that. Because when Jessica's telling Kevin, there's that part of you inside that's like, why are you doing this? And then it pays off, and you're like, oh, I guess at sometimes information can actually be used as a currency in the house, and it's not always just a rat that goes runs to the other side. So like uh, that for me as a Big Brother moment was really good. I like to know that people actually consider information like a valuable trade resource. So I just want to put mm-hmm. a point out that was a nice moment. Um, yeah, and then Jess is being really – yeah, so the eviction happens, and then I think. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, uh, go I, ahead. I, I, go I love, ahead. I love, I love how Kevin was like, uh, you know, the skinny kid with the glasses is getting voted yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know his name. Skinny kid with the glasses. He's like your 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 best buddy in there. See you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> what are you talking about? You see Thanksgiving. I have to vote you out. You know what? See you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I like Kevin. Yeah, Kevin is a poster boy for this. Oh, it's. There's such characters in this season. It's funny to like think about. Yes. We'll be making references to these people like, oh, that's such a Josh. It's like, oh, this guy's such a Kevin. And then it's like, <laughs> but nobody, that will always just be for buffoons. It will never be for people playing the game well. <laughs> um, or like someone who's just completely dead. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not, I, I, I mean, he's a dark horse. Kevin's a dark horse. Yeah, no, I agree. He, he's at least like, I'd rather see a thousand Kevins literally than one Matt. Just like. <laughs> It's just Matt is just, nah, I don't know. Matt. Especially this last episode was a real, I, the last two or three episodes have been really disappointing for in Matt. terms of Matt. I like, I had such yeah. a, I thought his strategy was maybe be strategic. He's not strategic at all. No. His, Let me his, just say his game sucks. In every way that, um, Paul really makes me angry. Uh, Matt makes me just as angry in the exact opposite way. Like, I wish that he would just have a presence in the house or just, like, say something to the diary room that's not just like, uh, yeah, I'm in a pretty good position in the house. Uh, have you met Raven? She's cool, too. It's <laughs> just like, oh, God, man, you're so boring. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, uh, I think Steven said he's just a normal guy. I, I don't know why they why they cast Yeah, he's cast a normal guy, and he's being portrayed next to these, like, completely unnormal guys. There's not like like Cody's reactions when it's just like when they do something big brothery and then he just completely says the opposite of what anyone on big brother has ever said when someone's like they're like oh and I had to touch it <laughs> and everyone's like oh that's so gross and he's like it's stupid it was just a piece of rubber I'm I'm not interested and you're just like wow that's they love I they just like his dead fan reactions are so funny I'm really over it I thought when he came back in, and I forget who he was talking to, I think Mark came up to him right away, and they had that whole rebonding moment. And yeah, it's all that's something we could and talk about. And then it goes to him in the diary room, and then he think, he's like, I don't trust Matt, I think blah, blah, blah. And I yeah. thought that was hilarious the first time it was done, but now it's every single time. He's like, I had a good conversation with Paul, but I don't Cody's trust Cody's talking Paul. to someone. He just has to say it. Every, it's like, man, yeah. we get it. You're a sociopath. Yeah, like, like you don't trust yeah. anyone. like... He waves at Kevin and then goes to the diary room. He's like, I trust Kevin at all. If I had a gun, I would kill him right now. <laughs> it's like, Cody, lay back, man. Like, just, we know you're weird and you don't have to. I just thought it was funny the first time and it's really starting to yeah. not. So I've got two more points. So let, you touched on one there that actually I almost glossed over. Is just, um, so Mark's, Mark is on, a, on like a, it's like, I like Cody, but I feel like Mark is on a self-destructive path with his relationship with Cody, he's dragging Elena with him. And we see a lot more of this kind of come to light in Sunday's episode. Um, 
So do you think that this is just what you would expect from Mark making a stupid game move? Or are you disappointed oh, yeah. that he's doing this? Do you even like Mark? I don't know. Steven? No, he's a total buffoon. I've never once have thought Mark had any sort of brain in his head. Okay. Yeah. He can no. be nice and he can be compassionate, but I don't think he has any idea about how to get forward in the game. He yeah. just doesn't want to like upset Cody because they're friends. He Cody's like cool and he wants <laughs> to be friends with him. Yeah. So then it's just like, and then Elena's kind of just caught in that. Elena's okay. I feel yeah. like Elena has a head for the game, yep. but you know, not like a, an amazing head for the game. Just she's she's fine. She she understands the game, and I think she's using Mark, and so she's a fair weather friend. And when she's realizing that, like you know, she's gonna jump ship. She has no loyalty to Mark. I know they're in a showman's quote unquote, but that is that is just to get her further in the game. It's pretty sad when I feel really bad. Go. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna say it's pretty sad when an upgrade is being controlled by Paul. It's like, I'm not going to be on the out, on the outside anymore. I'm going to be one of Paul's minions. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's... Yeah. You shouldn't even be thinking that that's an upgrade. But yeah, I go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Steven. You're going to say something. I feel really bad for Elena. Like, I don't... I didn't, I didn't... I wasn't drawn to her in the beginning, necessarily. And I don't know if she has, like, a good or bad, you know, position in the game if she mm-hmm. removes herself from, like, that just, like, evil side of the house. But... I just feel so bad because, like, I remember, and I think I remember correctly, when Matt walked in the doors, Matt walked in after Elena, and Elena was going, you know, friggin' bonkers over this guy walking through. Nothing but great things to say about him. And then you go along a couple episodes, and she ends up with Mark. Yeah. And I just think, oh, okay. I guess she just wanted to be around someone. And then I think pretty early on, she realized how messed up he is. But it was just (laughs) like... Well, we for a one night stand and then just kind of realizing it in the bed, but yeah. then having to stay in that bed with them for three months. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, but you can you can break up with a showman. So, I mean, that that's it's very I, rare. Very I've rare. Never, Alec, Alec and Topaz. Alec and Topaz had done it. But yeah. but besides that, no. And they were still having sex. Nobody else uh, has Is broken that up. Yeah, that's not common. Amen. Eh, the showman. Huh? It's very uncommon. It doesn't happen. It's it's like a weird like I'm not sure why, but it just doesn't. It's because it's awkward. I mean, we're all, sure they're why, all just people, right? That yeah. seems like hell. Yeah. Like well, Topaz and Alec it was brutal. You want to see some awkward television? Topaz and Alec. <laughs> Alec. Yeah, that was, Good relationship. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Topaz. I don't know. Okay, we get to Topaz is just a miracle of modern science, but um, yeah, I just wanted to um touch on josh and it's could you ever in your personal life live with anyone as annoying with as josh is that something you could do or if that was your roommate how would you react uh matt this exact conversation with mike like three or four nights ago and uh he says that he uh i don't want to reveal um how he knows somebody like him but but he does know somebody like him and Mm -hmm. it it drove him insane like it like like it's a terrible thing to to deal with so uh i and for me personally i there's no uh i don't know actually now that i'm thinking about it maybe i feel like i i i thrive off of like instability and unpredictability and, and chaos so like maybe but uh what about you steven i think i agree with you sense that it's something that i can experience through like media like 
I love every minute of Josh, but you have to be able to turn it off, right? Yeah. Like you have to, you know, just closing your door in your apartment isn't going to stop the pots banging and the da 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 das from echoing through the house. I don't know. I've lived, I've lived with a couple guys that maybe come close and, yeah. you know, I won't say names, but at the same time, the list of people I've lived with is pretty short. So yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> okay. Well, there you but, go. uh, no, I, I, I would never, I would never want to live with Josh. Yeah. It's just like, I think they're Matt- talking about you, Autumn. <laughs> 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 so Matt, from what you're saying, it's like, there's Listen people in the house watching it happen and they're laughing. So those are the kind of people it's not directed to them. So it's entertaining. I don't um, understand. They're all laughing. And also oh. Christmas has this great, like she's always like whenever something I, that I like something that even that I don't think is that funny is, mm-hmm. is happening. She's always like fake laughing. Yeah. Or maybe she's really laughing. And I just, I, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody was laughing about it. They all thought it was so funny, but that's just even like Cody. Cody has a smile on his face. <laughs> it's just like and that's just like encouraging like a bad child and laughing like every time the kid says penis and then he just mm-hmm. keeps saying it and then it just becomes like it's just like why are you encouraging Josh's behavior it's awful but then then there's I guess the aspect of the big brother game and it's like the more awful someone is the better they are in the house I guess because <laughs> like you know it worked um I just it, think it, it would be very really well. hard yeah. to laugh. Yeah, may, yeah, I guess. Just even just out of awkwardness. But. I have nothing but time for Josh's shenanigans. Yeah, like on the show, I yeah. I wouldn't get anything. I wouldn't be able to get anything done in the house if Josh was just doing that all the time. I would be always around the corner, just watching and laughing. That's the closest thing they have to TV, right? Like it's just Josh's That's insanity. True. Um. All right. So I think we touched on everything, and then I just wanted the last thing that I was kind of keeping for last was I thought a really good move on Jessica's part, and and we can talk a little bit about its impact in the game, and that was it was during the live portion of the show, and Julie um, asked I don't know why like if they had planned if she knew she was going to throw to her for a question I guess so yeah they always know that kind of thing a little bit in advance but so she <laughs> throws to Jessica for a question, and then Jessica pretty much ignores the question and then just goes straight to use this. Uh, it says it doesn't matter because I'm just happy that America gave us this uh, temptation and it keeps me and Cody safe for a few weeks going forward. I think she's something, something in that vein. And uh, that to me was very smart. And that's just some more intuition on her part. Uh, Steven, do you have any comments on that moment? Yeah. I mean, I think I, I totally agreed with her kind of putting that out there. I think it's weird to that she's put it out there and then she keeps following it up with like utter vagueness. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get that you you don't you don't want to spill everything about it, but I just I don't know, it just seemed like in the beginning she was so gung ho to let everyone know about it and then I don't know if maybe she just kind of talked herself out of it and then she started kind of being a little bit more beating around the bush with it. But I think that was, you know, that was a great plan. I mean, you, you know, we're going to see how it pans out for them. Uh, and I think they were going to go up anyways. Yeah. 
And we could touch on sort of yeah. a little bit what happened uh, on the um, nomination. Oh yeah, Matt. Sure. Yeah, but I think I think okay. So I think that I agree with you guys. She like well, like what a great first of all great TV, great great strategy. <laughs> yeah, of, Julie like, Chen's of, like, reaction to this like you you very rarely get to see like nice live like TV friendly moments that are just like unscripted <laughs> and like and Julie actually can like react appropriately and it's not like them swearing or something that they have to act all awkward about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. She like Julie played it really well. Yeah, she like for sure. went straight back to she was like, Well, I don't I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. But um but um the 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 part that she messed up is by not telling Paul what the what like what it was. Like if she had just like told him, Hey look, I have this hex, been very transparent from the beginning. I have this hex, I you if you put me up, I'm it's gonna void out your 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 HOH week, it's going to be a useless week. Yep. You're not going to do accomplish anything. Anything, yeah. Paul wouldn't have done it. Paul yep. wouldn't have done it. I agree. So like she she's keeping it really close to her chest, um, and I don't know why. And then it's just at at some point. So it became like it's fun to do it mysteriously at first, but then when it gets close to nominations, it's just time to explain to Paul why right. it's a bad idea to put him up, put them up. And just be like, hey, you know what? This is even good for you, depending on who wins HOH next week. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, you could also be messing up somebody else's plan because I'm going to use the halting X on their week. Maybe when one of your allies is next to me. There's just a lot of, like, conversation to be had about this halting hex that just... And then and then Jessica comes in and goes, like, do you have any questions about my power? And it's like, what do you want him to ask you, Jessica? Because just tell him that information because he's Paul. He's stubborn. He's not going to play your little game. And he's just like, no. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, so that was stupid. That's like children interacting. Like, just tell him what you want him to know because it's valid yeah, no. to want him to know it. Like, you don't have to always come from this po- position of power, which is like, I think a big theme of this season is just like power and who holds the power. And like, people seem to be shifting from like a low position in the house to high back and forth and there, there's like a very like social power like Cody's sort of like the art like the vocalization of this like you're a you're a beta male and you're an alpha male and like who's in who holds like the sway over people and I don't know it's kind of and I actually... love Mark like Mark like Mark with his his fist on his cheek being like I'm an outsider now. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And even just, like, the dynamic of who holds the power in a showman's, like, like, and I don't know, man. It's it's a good, I think this season is, like, um, like psychologically very entertaining and very, and very worth talking about. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, stuff to unpack just about people in general. And even just moments like, like Christmas having to deal with the fact that her career outside the house is essentially over I agree. and then right. play this game. And then there's this layer of like her real life. And then oh, above that is just like her fake big brother life. And it's just like, and Oh man. Yeah. Great season. Actually. Something I like, <laughs> now that I think about I, it. I like, I like, I like, I like that we're there. We're watching like, what it what it must be like to like see the formation of a cult like like the beginning of a oh, cult and, and like 100%. like what it starts out as because yeah. the you know he is essentially what it is and 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 so it's kind of cool like from a from a historical psychological perspective to see and i still don't understand it but, no. but it's like it's like cool to see anyways 
Yeah, there's a lot of elements too, because that's it's like that's not the only thing going on too. Like you could spend hours just talking about Cody, and then you can just like, like Mark is like infinitely weird and complex, <laughs> and just like every character except for Matt is interesting. All right, Poor so Matt. we're you're kicking <laughs> Matt when he's down. Okay, so <laughs> um, bowl of cereal. Do you have any final thoughts on uh, anything, Stephen? Are you gonna do a um, Jillian? He just walked away, I guess. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to thank everybody for listening if they did. And if they didn't, then I'm not going to thank them. <laughs> and um, thanks for joining me, Stephen and Matt. And also you can email us at uh, friendsaftertheshow at gmail.com. And we'd like to just apologize for some noise happening in the beginning of the show. Possibly blocks being thrown around uh, Matt, do you have was, anything uh, to say? I mean, that was actually some insight. Would you like some insight on what it was? Yeah. yeah it was. Uh, I was playing with. Uh, I was playing with. Uh, I'd like to take a minute actually to thank our sponsor, Squatty Potty. <laughs> oh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, this is falling apart. So it was Matt's child. Uh, no, well, we- what I was gonna say is that it was food. So I thought you were gonna go Blue Apron. Uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> it, like, there's like a burger in there, not blocks. It's chicken. It's enough for uh, <laughs> oh, so, so you, so meal delivered to your house. Your kid is like going through your blue apron box right now and just like throwing chicken around. Is that what you were hearing? All right. This is crazy. And uh, that's it. We're going to end it. So goodbye. Thank you. Bye. See ya. God.